What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and Manscaped.com, promo code HAM, and BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM, and SeatGeek.com, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. You talk about dodging bullets, man. I, 9-1 is 9-1. We talked about how weird this game could look. Kyler clearly is a guy you got we just we're going to see a lot of um D Ford gets hurt I mean that's him and Quan I don't I don't know how long D's going to be out this is the recording of this podcast there hasn't been an official anything but you notice how fast he chased down Kyler Buckner and Armstead do benefit they're not clearly not as fast as him but when you're double his length (laughs) That if you're just in his vicinity, you can kind of dive or reach out and you might be able to get him. Right. That's where those two guys, because sometimes after they make a play, you notice the other one is always not far behind. So 91 and 99 kind of work as a tandem. And then you're like, they're not that big. And then you'll notice the other guy, like D Ford will come up to celebrate and he's at like their waistline. You're like, they are huge. They are massive. I do wonder what Kyler's stride length versus like even Russell Wilson's stride length is. Here's what is not arguable though about Kyler, like relative. Remember Russell, you could have a polarizing discuss discussion the first couple of years, even though you kind of have to be a hater if you couldn't quite see like this guy's got something to him. Now, would he become MVP of the league? That would have been a bold take, like by year two of Russell, but it took a couple years ago, you know, this guy's going to be able to put the team on his shoulders. And then he'd even exceeded that. This guy, year one, nine game, ten games in, with a first-year coach who has never coached in the NFL, 
Who's his best offensive player? Christian Kirk? I mean, fuck, you can see this thing from the moon. This guy is... I don't want to jump the shark and say stardom, but I think this guy's destined to be a pretty explosive NFL player for a long time. If, if you told me he became a superstar in the league, I could believe that. I definitely, if you said right now he's going to make a couple Pro Bowls, I would, yeah. I would buy that bet. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I think you'd also say did, like, Cliff is not going to be one and done Cliff Kingsbury with the Cardinals. He's going to get a chance here. I did watch a couple times, though, today. We're like Kyle, and maybe it's just because when your quarterback's a pocket quarterback, when you run a crazy throwback or play action, it feels like the coach plays a huge role in it. When Kyler's just kind of doing his shit, you go, well, this is one of those where Cliff goes, yeah, it's, you know, when the, when a coach is sarcastic or, you know, like Steve Kerr is often like this whenever he's like, uh, you know, how about that play I drew up from Steph? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, is Cliff really saying that? Because that's how you should be saying that, like, uh, Kyler is just making something out of nothing and just doing shit. Yeah, I I think part of it though is like, were they would they have just drafted Ky, uh, Kyler no matter what, or was part of the reason Kyler's there is because Cliff told them I'm adamant this is a good player? Because if that's part of the reason he's there, then that's you know then he gets some equity for that. Don't you think that's a huge reason though, guy? Yeah, I do. And so I'm saying like, if that's how it played out, then he, then Cliff gets equity. For telling them to draft this guy, because if I'm the organization, if I'm the owner, I go, God, the guy that we, he was right about this quarterback, and that matters. I mean, really, really right. Because I, I know I was, I'm sure you were, I'm sure a lot of people were. Just thought, like, God, the way they're doing this to Josh Rosen feels a little fucked up. It's not even. It's the looking back. That's the easiest move they'll ever make, right? <laughs> Getting rid of Rosen for that guy. Yeah. I mean, it's clear Rosen probably never going to be ever, anything, or maybe, who knows. But I know one thing, he's not that, even if he was good, right? Josh ain't that. They they nailed it. They yeah. nailed it. Yeah. And, and and they they had to take a little sunk cost. They still got a second-round pick for a player that was kind of sad, but who might just feels like Rosen is like, likely to be out of the league. It's crazy, man. And, and, and Kyler is not just, a, again, he's not just a good player. He's making plays where you go, Oh my god! He made one throw today, kind of backing up, where he hit a long crosser across the field, and he hits the guy in stride. The, the thing that you that kind of think kind of throws you off is he is probably I think he is maybe Flutie's right there, the smallest quarterback you're probably ever going to see in league history, right? Just height wise, it doesn't get it won't get any smaller than that. So just your eyes, it does mess with you. What about when Edelman takes over for Brady? Yeah, I mean, something like a double pass or whatever. I did see a, a tweet today. I didn't watch that much of that game. Like, are we sure that Edelman wouldn't be a better option right now? I guess Brady was struggling. But the ball comes out of his hand like he's Mahomes, right? He's just this little midget. But then when the, he releases the ball, you're like, whoa. Yeah. it's He's got some zip on that bad boy guy. I had a VHS tape uh, growing up called the 50 Greatest Home Runs of All Time. You sent it to Legacy Box? Uh, no, I should. Uh, it was great because it wasn't all just like World Series, the greatest World Series home run. In fact, one of them was Dwayne Kuyper's one career home run. One of them was this guy named Luke Appling hit hit a re- legit home run in an old timers All Star game at like eighty two years old. How many times did Haberman watch this video? I mean, hundreds, like so many times. Who narrated it? They just like the radio call. Yeah, I don't remember. 
Uh, and one of them was this home run by this guy who's like 5'8", and he puts it onto Waveland Avenue, hits it out of Wrigley Field. And it's like the old video, you know, the old telecast where there's no score on the screen and it just flashes the guy's name, Jimmy Wynn, Jimmy Wynn. Well, that's the guy that today I hadn't even thought of him until Chris Myers said today there used to be this baseball player named Jimmy Wynn. His nickname was the Toy Cannon. And that's what Kyler Murray is. And it's true. Like because he was tiny, he could yeah, hit bombs. Yeah, because he was small but hit bombs. Yeah, I was like, you know what? That's a good. That's a good pull, Chris Myers. You think they were banging the the uh, trash can though, and he knew what was coming? Because small. I, I, I kind of have Altuve red flag now. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. Because again, you're not supposed to be that small and hit it that far. But you could say he was a baseball player, so you do understand why he does have a little pop at his arm, right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Good torque. Did you see? Well, we'll get to this. But anyway, I. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to add on this conversation because I tweeted this. And, you know, of course, some Ace fan got offended. I said, it's, I think it's basically unequivocally clear at this point he was 100% right in ditching baseball. Like, how, how is that decision not going to be even more right? Like, how is he not going to get a second contract playing football? He's an NFL quarterback who's clearly good and has a chance to be a Pro Bowler. It wasn't even a shot at the A's. It's just the sport in general. The it, If he was an elite player in the minors, he'd still be there a couple of years. And then the jump, even when you're an elite player in the minors, sometimes when you get to baseball, we see it all the time, guys get sent back because they struggle. Well, that's the thing, the difference in football and basketball. If you're the number one pick, you immediately go to the show, and a lot of times you're on a bad team and you get a chance to play. <laughs> So, not only is his clock started, because it's naturally going to start in basketball and football no matter what once you get drafted, but he plays the most famous position we have in pro sports, and he's good. Like, he won. He made the right decision. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that he would have been really good at baseball, too, but... He just... Part of my thing, giving him credit on ditching baseball, was just 100% possible he was going to be good at baseball, too. Because it's pretty clear, like, God gifted this guy with some stuff that even pro athletes don't get gifted with, right? But the hurdles that you have to overcome in baseball are pretty extreme. You have to wait. Elite. Yeah, you got to, first of all, you just got to wait. <laughs> Wouldn't you say it's a little harder to? Yeah. Just given that he has to hit? Yeah, and and also, it does, don't you, didn't you get the sense of the whole process he just likes football more? He'd rather but be I, a quarterback? I think Chris Meyer said today, like he said, like he really likes baseball too. Well, I'm not saying he doesn't, but it just, What's well, pretty cool, know. guy? When you're a quarterback, quarterback is the coolest. The whole everyone's fucking looking at you. You know, when you're um, the center fielder batting ninth on the playoff A's team, he would have been famous, obviously. But it's not quite the same. The uh, so the Niners are nine and one. We talked about you got to win this one. Packers are eight and two. They won. They didn't play. Uh, they didn't play. They got to buy. Yeah. <laughs> Saints are eight and two. They won. They won, yeah. You know what it was? I saw the Lions today, and I just assumed they were playing the Packers. That was the Cowboys game. <laughs> um, so, given that they play those and, two and teams. And Minnesota won. Yeah. Fine, at the end. I mean, that was – it kind but, of felt like I, the Niners were going to get a break there, even though it really didn't – wasn't going to affect them. But but I do think you just – throughout the NFL season, you know, Denver, we've been saying it all year, is not bad at all. It's just a tough – like, you get credit – this is not college football. You're not proving anything. A win's a win. You move on. Nice win, too. You came battling back. They were down 23 to nothing. I know. Like, to me, I look at the Minnesota win a lot like the Niner win. Down big at home. 
I actually sometimes I would imagine coaches, if you know you're going to win, would rather win that way because then I can coach you up during the week than rather have just a game where I cruise to a victory. Yeah. So they still control their uh, their one seed here. Obviously, it sets up. This is perfect for Sunday. It sets up. A, I, maybe NBC would have said no. It would have been per- perfect that if they'd lost and they'd both been eight and two coming into this game. But um, well, one thing they they're going to be able to do rolling. is if they if they win Sunday against the Packers, they're just going to have to find a way to split the next two games. But the Packer game is pretty big when you just factor the next. You're saying two games, to ensure or, that you at least are the two seed. Even if you lose to the Saints. Well, you're going to have to beat Seattle then. You can't lose all the next three games, and then you're just probably going to lose the home field Lions via wild card. Like, you got to win, I think, two of these next three. So you can lose the first one, but then you got to win those next two roadies, which I watched Lamar. He looked pretty good. Uh, So uh, I would say this would be the game, just given that it's at home. And then the Saints, that's going to be just a crazy fucking afternoon NFL game, right? It's going to be the game of the week. For Fox, Aikman, Buck, if they're able to call that by then, if do they are they even working on Sundays anymore? I don't even hear them. They just work Thursday night football now. They work Sundays. What game they? Do I don't today? know what game they did today though. You're right, they do because they did the Packers and Panthers last week. I don't know what game they did either. It wouldn't have been the Eagles game because it was Nance. Could it have been the Cowboys Lions? It might. It might have been a morning game. Yeah, they do sometimes the morning game. There's only three afternoon games today. Yeah, two of them were CBS, so yeah, it had to be the morning game. Wouldn't you imagine that'll be, I mean, we just know the time. It's going to be, you have the schedule in front of you? Uh, which one, the Niners schedule? Yeah. yeah. Is that a is that a 4-15 kickoff? Mm, the Niners, blah, blah, blah. The Saints game is a 10 a.m. Pacific kickoff. God damn. I wouldn't mind that a little. That's a little too much right off the bat of my morning. I like the afternoon. Which the Ravens but, game is too, so we get those two weeks in a row. Ten AMs? Mm-hmm. That tests your mental fortitude, guy. What do you not mean? Easy. Well, I'm just I'm staying for the players, not me. Oh, oh viewer. Yeah. It's like right. early I, games, I was thinking about us. Are they staying out there? Are they coming back? I think they might be staying out there. Remember that at the beginning of the season they were looking into that. That'll be a topic conversation, but you just had to find a way to win the day and they did. So I, I give them credit. Just like I give Minnesota credit. Like, winning ugly, the same with the Cowboys. Like, this is not Oregon trying to make, you know, muscle flex for the committee or Utah. This is just, there's a big difference between 9-1 and one and 8-2. and two. No one, in, in three weeks, no one's giving a shit how you won that game in pro football. Just like the Raiders. We'll dive into that. Like, their game wasn't that pretty. Who cares? You know? Who cares? You beat the Bengals. I'm watching the Bengals today thinking, like, oh, they do have some good players. I actually, all these Raiders, I, I kind of... Offensively, they look pretty good. Derek looked I mean, good. I, I take Joe Mixon on my squad. Oh, the Bengals too, yeah. yeah. You wonder if they just had a legitimate quarterback today. Would have yeah, been, you you well, um, I, I would have just – I mean, Andy Dalton is better than this guy. Anything else happened in the NFC playoff race today? Uh, No, because Seattle had a bye. Philly is kind of fucked. Yeah, I mean, so the Eagles are probably not going to make the playoffs. It's always shitty when you're like, God, this is a big game we need. Who are you playing? The Pates, the Patriots. You're like, ah, 
That's not ideal. You know who, who really got hurt today? We'll, we're like Sunday night football is going on right now. We'll see if the Rams win. But even if the Rams do win that game and are six and four, like Minnesota winning hurt them today. Because the NFC is just so good. I mean, well, I, I think Minnesota's a lock guy. They're just well, I'm just saying, John. Team. Yeah, but if they had lost, they'd be seven and four. They're eight and three. Seattle's eight and two. New Orleans is eight and two. The Packers are eight and two. The Niners are nine and one. The Cowboys are six and four. They're not in the Rams division, so. Well, who's getting the sixth seed? Seattle. Or well, the, or well right now it's Minnesota. Well, they they play each other. Minnesota it's, has played one more game, so that's, well, they, have, a, they have a loss. A, and wouldn't Pete Carroll tell us like why? Why are you just putting the Niners into the one seed? We already beat them at home. They got my come point. I, that's more just a Rams comment. No, it's I just, know what you're saying. The NFC race, there's a chance it just starts ending here pretty early. Well, wouldn't you say if, as we're recording this, it's 0-0. If the Rams were to lose tonight, it's over for them. Yeah. They're done. Like, they are not going to make the playoffs. Right? Right. I had someone text me. I don't know how credible this is. It's a her that lives in the L.A. region. Who has texted me something before, I forget, and I'm pretty sure she was right. She might have been wrong. She just said, I heard some rumblings. A.B. and the A.B. and the Rams... Working on a little something-something. Oh. I'm like, I'd take that. Because they are a little desperate right now. Yeah. And there is a huge element. Having been the 49er game, let's never forget when the 49ers moved into Levi's, they were coming off three unreal years with Harbaugh. So, yeah, the Rams have had two good years, but you don't want to have your third year, the last year before you move in, be like, oh, that's a seven and nine year. Because I'm looking up tonight, and Mm -hmm. I noticed it. You can tell the vibe in that place is not quite what it was like last year Monday night when they played the Chiefs. Yeah. It's not you don't have to be there, right? It, that's the thing with LA. They're a, you got to be there at this event, which the Lakers are right now, which the Dodgers playoffs is like that. The Rams games definitely last year became that. Remember LeBron would be there. LeBron would be like I'll just watch a game at home. Why would you go to watch a 5 and 14, right? Why would you go watch them play the Bears? They, they've lost a little luster. So maybe Antonio is more of a business move. He, they're, they're trying to double the amount they're asking for what the Levi's asked for and sweets and stuff. They're, it's hard. I've, I've heard it's hard for them to sell them. If I were them, then I'd either get them right now or wait until the week before the season starts next year to sign them. Because if you sign them right now, the odds well, he of might him- be, he might He might be gone by then. The odds of him just blow. Whoever gets him today, the odds of him blowing it up by next season are really high. If you're like, yeah. let's get him right now, and it'll help us next season. It's like, well, odds are some nine crazy things are going to happen between now and then. Well, yeah, not, but it's not necessarily for next season. It's just to keep the relevancy alive. Yeah. Well, go for it then. I don't hate it. No, I mean, it's like I, I get it. I would understand it. I get it too. I actually might do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.